Welcome to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation Podcast. In this episode, we answer our students' questions and share information about yoga therapy and meditation with the intention of creating a new paradigm in wellness. Today's episode is a recording taken directly from a live Q&A session with Breathing Deeply founder Brant Pasalakwa and students of our Yoga Therapy Foundations program. Our first question is, how did you get to where you are today with Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy? I started with a guy named Makunda Stiles, who was one of two people in the US that were like running around teaching yoga therapy, um, which makes me feel super old when I say that. I'm 50, but I feel like 300 when I say that. Um, so there was just him and and Phoenix Rising, which is like a totally different trip, like completely different than um, everybody else, basically. Um, this guy, Michael Lee. Um, so I learned from him. He had gone to PT school um, and he was a, a kind of a bhakti yogi. He had studied with Muktananda for a long time, um, who ran Siddha Yoga, which is still around. Um, <clears throat> and... So I learned from him and I sat in on like hundreds of hours of sessions with him. And it was like a combination of structural things and um, kind of this Ayurvedic perspective and kosha perspective, which is what we're doing here. So it's basically what we're doing here, except this doesn't look like his program at all. So I did that um, and that taught me um, well, it got me interested in the body in that way, you know, um, so I did that. And then I studied, uh, a bunch of other things, um, you know, on the philosophy side with him, I studied kind of Kashmir shaivism things <laughs> crossed with what, like classical yoga stuff. Um, and then I studied more tantric things. Um, and in terms of yoga therapy, I looked at like a Deskachar stuff and Vini yoga. So a lot of that. Um, and then I kind of did this insane sampling of all yoga things because I'm a little pit imbalanced. So I did all the things, which isn't that impressive, except then it was because you had to like fly places and go places. So it was like, it took me a lot of time. Um, so I did that and I became a yoga therapist through him and I started working. Uh, at the same time, I had, um, I had been obese and I was really interested in helping other people that had been obese. So I started working with weight loss clients and eating disorders. So I learned as much as I could about those two things um, from Western and Eastern perspectives, mostly Western, because there wasn't a lot of Eastern perspectives on that. No, Eastern ones weren't very helpful, <laughs> honestly, they were like, don't eat so much, you know, or whatever. And the Ayurvedic stuff was like, don't eat onions. And you know, it was just totally random as far as I was concerned. So I did a lot of work there. So I was seeing a lot of people and there weren't a lot of yoga therapists. So surprisingly, I got super busy. So I was seeing like at one point, 30 to 50 people a week um, while I was doing all this. I didn't have kids then. So, you know, I could do things like that. And then, um, so let's see. So, so a lot of the work is kind of born out of, you know, what were his like kind of root ideas. Um, but then, oh, and I studied Ayurveda with David Frawley and some other people. So it's like, I, I got a lot of Ayurveda in there, studied Chinese medicine, 
went to medical massage school and then a ton of stuff off of that. So that like informed my, my physical thoughts. So um, he was just like PT, all muscles. Um, I was more like a myofascial repair person. So I thought a lot about that. And I combined yoga therapy and that, which actually helped my yoga therapy work quite a bit because it kind of gave me perspective on bodies in that way. Um, so I did all that. And I worked with a lot of people. I kind of got deeper and deeper into the, the yoga part of it and studied with several teachers, um, had some pretty big experiences and started attracting like spiritual seekers, like meditation students. So I started doing more of that. Um, and I've always been inter interested in how um, sort of people's spiritual nature combines with all the other things we deal with in life. So I had this like kind of great experience of doing both of those at the same time. Um, so I just kind of continued my, my personal journey that way. And then one day I was like, there are no yoga therapy courses that teach this. And there are no yoga therapy courses because I, you know, uh, in this process, I, I mean, I know or have met or have seen the work of most of the yoga therapy people, there aren't that many. And I was like, this tradition is really interesting. And here's like the 15 things that are great about it. But what they say to do about these 50 conditions make no sense because I actually work with humans and I've tried them and it doesn't work. And then I did the same with another and the same with another, you know, so I'm like testing, testing, testing. And then, so I end up here being like, I'm just gonna put a course online. And that was a foundations course. I don't know if anybody's gonna take it. Um, I had done this peaceful weight loss programs and, and my wife is a yoga therapist too. And I was doing a lot of that work seminar. So that was like my kind of outwardly focused thing. That was the only thing I did like kind of seminars on. I do, didn't teach people yoga therapy. Um, I just kind of did it, um, but I learned a lot from that. And then I was like, this is weird. Maybe, maybe, you know, um, I, I guess the long story short, this might help is like, I never really kind of intended you know, it's not like I went from the get-go, like, oh, I'm going to be, like, the head of a school and a teacher and everybody's going to know who I am. Like, you know, I never cared about that. Before all that, I was a musician and I, I had done that. Like, that was my mental state. I had a record label and I was like, everyone's going to know who I am. I, I knew that that world and I was, like, bored of it. So um, that was never my intention. I just liked doing the work and it helped me so much that I wanted to share it. And then, um, so I amalgamated all these things and I started this course and really the foundations course is like, here's some ideas and you're gonna have tons of access to me because really um, you need to talk to somebody who has done this for a long time with lots and lots of people. Um, and if you are in the advanced program, you know, as we get into that in the practicum, <laughs> anyone in that program knows it's like, you know, we learn a bunch of things and then you have real people. So, I try to help people think the way I think um, is how I think about the course, um, which in my humble opinion, if you're smart, that's what you should do with everybody you learn from is you should like suck them dry. I did, I've done the same thing of everything they know and then you'll know everything they know and then you can learn from someone else or whatever. But like that was the sort of, that's where this course like landed, it's like, Yes, I never use that weird Iyengar thing, except in this exact instance. I don't like Iyengar, I don't do Iyengar, I, I object to half of the stuff they do, but in this instance, this is the best idea. He totally nailed it. 
you know, so, so that's how I, you know, so I have my things I love and use most of the time. And then there's always more stuff. How can I help a client suffering with insomnia and PTSD to do yoga therapy practices during sessions? So people have different ways of approaching this, but the two most popular ways I think are um, in the yoga world, you know, are kind of this like super permission based physical stuff where you're doing movement and you're not making anyone do anything, but you're sort of giving suggestions and with the hope that um, the person's gonna kind of get grounded into their body with their mind and the defenses around feeling things kind of go down a little bit. Um, and then that leads to nervous system changes and all sorts of things. So that's one. Yeah. Uh, another popular thing is actually kind of like the IRS method where you're just like, lie down, we're going to do this IRS thing. Um, <laughs> that can go really well or really poorly, uh, depending on the person. So I say this, all, I've said this a million times, but you probably haven't heard it. You know, in the IRS studies, they don't talk about washout. So what happens is you get 100 people in the room with tons of PTSD and you have them do yoga nidra and you know 50 of them leave and or just never come back because they're like that was awful but the other people who stay get huge amounts of benefit from it so it's hard to know i just made those numbers up but it's something like that right yeah. so it's really hard to know who's going to react to what so that's where you come in um so i i think part of your issue is that um and this is not criticism i'm just trying to help um Sounds like you're not setting the expectations of the session correctly. Slightly unsafe for someone that's had a lot of trauma because not knowing what's gonna happen is always the worst thing, right? right? Talk with her and get her. And the other part of this is that with any yoga therapy client, they have to buy in to what you're doing and why you're doing it. So I would probably be like, hey, you know, <laughs> this is Lisa, whatever her name is. Like, here's what I'm thinking. You can't sleep. There's some protocols for trauma that are like, could be really helpful for you, but we have to do some experiments. Um, this is what they'd look like. So you can say one's like this lying down meditational thing. Another one's moving around, you know, um, you don't have to do anything, but um, a lot of people have found that this helps sort of start to unwind that, that trauma that you had and will get you closer to your goal of basically being able to sleep and function in the world. And we could try those, but we're gonna need some time to do them here. So um, I'm wondering if we could spend X amount of time in our sessions or whatever you wanna do, but you gotta kind of like just lay it out, you know, in this practice, you know, but we can talk, it, it's almost like you have to define everything. It's like, we can talk, I just wouldn't do it while we're practicing, unless right. you wanna tell me something, but, but, let's practice for 15 minutes, you know, not talking, but what we'll do is when you come, we'll talk and then we'll do this practice or we'll just like, but you gotta like lay it all out. How can I approach a client with an uncontrollable muscle tick? Um, and people have ticks all the time and lots of times they're brought on by stress and trauma. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, really with ticks, you, you basically ignore them and do all the other things. You know, you, you do the practices that will help them without, you can't really directly address the area or anything like that, because that's not the issue. So um, I have found a massive correlations between people's parasympathetic response and their ticks, I mean, for sure. So 
um, you would do all the things you would do anyway, basically. And the thing I'd say to her is kind of, it, it's her job. I mean, you can't really ignore it, but to not, to know that it's not, not gonna interfere with the work you're doing. Okay. Um, and I would just kind of observe it and see what happens. So um, I've worked with lots of people with Tourette's and various tics and children with tics. So, um, you know, it's interesting. Usually when you get the pranic body back into alignment, they, they lessen. So that's where I would focus. So lots of breathing practices, yeah. anudra, um, anything you can do in that sort of pranic realm right. uh, might help. Or, and also just all Vata bound. Thanks for listening to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, leaving a positive review, and sharing it with friends. For more information about our yoga therapy and meditation trainings and programs, visit breathingdeeply.com.